Today's episode of the Get Paid for Your Pad podcast is brought to you by Hostfully, the market leader in digital guidebooks for short-term rental hosts. With Hostfully, you can create a beautiful online guidebook that you can send to your guests so they have a better experience and you get fewer questions. Sign up now at hostfully.com to get two months for free by using code PAD. That's P-A-D. Welcome to Get Paid for Your Pad, the definitive show on Airbnb hosting, featuring the best advice on how to maximize profits from your Airbnb listing, as well as real-life experiences from Airbnb hosts all over the world. Welcome. Get paid for your pad. Get paid for your pad. Get paid for your pad. Welcome to podcast episode number 378. And I have one of my favorite people in the world on the podcast, Miss Julie George from Australia. She's really fun. She's got a, a cool accent and she's a powerhouse. And that's why she's one of my favorite people. Julie, welcome well, to the and, show. And we are born on the same day, Jasper Rivers, 3rd of July. Anybody who wants to uh, host a party this year, it's a double celebration. That's right. That's right. July 3rd. I always love celebrating it in the US because then it's a double whammy. It's like two parties in a row. Well, I'll, I'll celebrate a day early since I'm 18 hours ahead of you. So, uh, you know, it'll, it'll be a long party. I don't know. I think we're kind of getting old now. So since, you know, but can we can we uh, party for two days? I'm not sure. We can. We just have to party during the day. I can't do the, <laughs> the 6 a.m. in the mornings anymore. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> Well, thank you awesome. for having me on your podcast again. Uh, look, I, I think this is our third time that we've connected on your podcast. Always a pleasure. And it's great to connect with your audience because I know there is a big audience out there worldwide and it's fabulous to be on the airwaves again. That's right. That's right. Now I'm excited to have you back. Last time was about six months ago. Back then you, you weren't officially on our team yet and now you are a team member, right? Yay! So this is uh, super exciting. So for those who don't know, Julie uh, joined our team as a head coach for Legends X, uh, which is super exciting. Uh, we'll talk about that too. But uh, the topic for today is million dollar marketing secrets. That's a catchy name. Like It did you is. It is a catchy name. It's almost a good, good enough name for another book, I think. Million dollar host, million dollar marketing secrets. Maybe there's something in that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, it's a catchy title. Um, appreciate you coming up with that. Julie actually did a training on our live event, which was a couple of weeks ago, where she taught some marketing secrets. It's, uh, in my opinion, that's really one of your your strong points, right? Kind of putting yourself out there, promoting yourself. Um, you're really good at it. I can definitely learn a lot from from you when it comes to that. So let's uh, let's dive into it. What what are we gonna What are you gonna teach people today? Look, I guess you know the idea is how do we get new business to to chase us, not we have to chase it, and the one question I get asked, no matter if a property host has one property or they've got 10 properties, is, Julie, how do I scale my business? How do I get more business? How do I get more properties in my portfolio? And, well, I guess, you know, if you can tune in for the next 40 minutes or so, let's give you some secrets. Let's give you the tips. I'm happy to tell you exactly what I did in my business. I went from one property to 130 in two and a half years. You may not want to go that crazy, but look, if we can give you some ideas on how to really have that new business knocking on your door, 
build yourself up to be the expert in your area and the go-to person for Airbnb and short-term rentals. That is the uh, the focus of today's chat. Awesome. Well, let's dive into it. Let's dive into it. The very first thing is that we can't do marketing until we know what it is that we are marketing. We need to do some self-assessment. So as I said before, this is whether you've got one property, whether you've got 100 properties, you need to know a couple of things. Firstly, you need to know what is your business identity and what is your vision. So what I'm saying with that is that you need to be able to understand what sort of business are you creating? Have you got a business plan? Is there a, are you a boutique luxury brand, which seems to be everybody at the moment, everybody's heading down that boutique luxury brand. They only want 10 properties, but they want those 10 properties to be million dollar properties, bring them in lots of money. Uh, that seems to be the popular the popular business identity and vision at the moment. Or perhaps you're an eco-friendly business and you want to make sure that everything in your properties are eco-friendly and that you only have vegan food in your fridges. Whatever it might be, make sure you're really clear about what your business brand is. Also, what your ideal property types are. What properties are you chasing? Because I, here's a funny story. Right in the beginning, when I started my business, I didn't have that idea. I was taking any property and every property that I could get my hands on. And I remember at one stage, I was getting some bad reviews. I had two little properties that I was getting some pretty bad reviews about why there were police turning up, why there were people meeting outside and giving packages to each other outside the the front doors. And I was trying to respond to those reviews on Airbnb by saying, it's a cultural experience. But really, those properties were situated in a building that was fondly known as the crack house to all of the locals. So (laughs) after a few attempts at trying to discourage the bad reviews and defend these lovely little properties, I realized that they were not doing my reputation any good and that my reviews on Airbnb, my reputation in the community for managing properties in the crack house was probably not the reputation that I wanted out in the community. So I separated from those people and it was really hard actually because the lady that owned those two little units was a very good friend of mine. So I actually had to say to her, I'm sorry, It is not the direction that my company is headed in. We are looking at luxury properties. We're not looking for crack houses. We're not looking for the cultural experience of the drug deals in the middle of the night. I didn't actually say that to her, but that's what I was thinking. And uh, so we separated. But you've got to identify what is your ideal property type and be fussy. You can afford to be fussy once we get your branding out there as being the expert in the area because you are going to have every person that has considered doing short-term rentals coming and knocking on your door, especially if those homeowners are business people, if they're too busy to do it themselves, if they maybe don't live in the same area, so they're looking, they're living interstate and they're looking for somebody to manage, but uh, but they will come and knock on your door. So afford to be fussy. And my criteria was always, once I got over the crack house experience, was that would I stay in that property myself? These were my minimum standards. Would I stay in the property myself? Is it air conditioned because I'm living in the tropics and you need air conditioning? Is there fast Wi-Fi because I need Wi-Fi in my life on Zoom all the time? And is it secure? As a woman traveling on her own, am I going to be able to lock myself in at night and 
you know, save the community from me getting out at night. No, that's, uh, <laughs> but those were the criteria. So you need a checklist in your head. What properties are you chasing? The third thing that I would say is make a self-assessment of your guest avatar. Who are you serving? Do you know the type of guests that you are targeting out in the marketplace? Because there's every man and his dog wants to stay in an Airbnb, but perhaps you're not pet friendly and you don't want the dogs in your property. So know your guest avatar and be very specific. So self-assessment, first rule of thumb. Does that make sense, Jasper? It makes a lot of sense to me, yes. I get too excited about all of this stuff, obviously, because it just I think the short-term rental industry changed my life. Within a couple of years, it's totally transformed my life. And I get super excited knowing that the advice that I can give, if people take action on some of this advice, it's going to change their lives too. And the biggest thrill that I get, and I know you do too, Jasper, is now when when we get contacted by somebody who says, I followed your advice and I've just made my first $100,000, you know, cha-ching. So that's where I get goosebumps now. I get super excited and uh, and it's a real reward for me. So, so we're talking marketing secrets. So you know you've assessed your brand. You know exactly what you're going to do. Second thing that we're going to do, and this is right what I did right from the beginning starting my business in Australia was building my brand and becoming the Airbnb short-term rental expert in my community. How do you do that? Okay, so this is where I need everyone pens and paper out. Uh, I'm going to give you some ideas. Number one, traditional advertising. Now, everybody these days jumps onto the Facebook bandwagon, Instagram, Clubhouse, whatever, and they're fantastic, but everybody is doing it. So what can you do differently to stand out from any competitors or in the marketplace? Very simply, I put a little bit of money. I had to pay for this traditional advertising. I looked for glossy magazines that were going to property investors. So high-end homeowners, property investors that uh, would, maybe they're not on social media. And we've really got to think about our target market. I was chasing professional property investors who had more than one home, that maybe had a vacation home that they didn't use all of the time and that would want to make money out of that property when they're not using it themselves. That was my ideal property owner avatar. How did I get to them? Glossy magazines. I put a full page article. I wrote an article and then a full page ad right next to it. So what the articles were about, I did four months in a row. I did a few different topics. I did what are the 10 top tips for listing a property on Airbnb. Now, this wasn't a sales pitch. This wasn't a promotion in any way. It was just the top 10 tips for listing your own property. So I was giving information on and helping the community list their own property. The second article was how to list your property while you're on vacation, how you can actually make money while you take a vacation. That article was run over the Christmas period. So there were a lot of people traveling away and we wanted to be able to help them make money. The next article was all about the top performers, the top properties in the area. And very simply, I was able to garnish that information from AirDNA or Airbnb just by looking at the top earners. So it was AirDNA that actually gave me the top earners, I must admit, because Airbnb, you'd have to scroll through and that would be a bit of a guessing game, to be honest, because you can see who is charging the most. But on Airbnb, you can't actually tell 100% 
if that calendar is greyed out because it's blocked by a booking or by a homeowner using it themselves. So so AirDNA is my, my go-to on that one. So I guess the concept was lots of free information in these articles accompanied by a big ad on the other page that really was there to get into the subliminal mind messages to say, hey, if this gets too hard when you're doing it yourself, guess who you're coming to? Come to Julie George. She knows her stuff. She's knowledgeable. She's credible. She's got a good reputation. She's doing it for other people. That's all the message that I wanted to get out there. And it works because still years later, these magazines were floating around. People still remembered that full page ad. I want to touch on those articles because, well, number, there's a couple of things. Number one, I think it's it's a great idea to not disregard the traditional ways of advertising. I'm actually looking at the articles right now. And what I love about them is the cartoon that you created of yourself. I knew you'd love that. It's funny. Every business I've ever created, I've gone along the route of um, doing a cartoon logo. And it works. It seriously works. Now, if you can imagine, if, if you don't know what we're talking about, get onto any of my social media. If you go back 12 months, you'll be able to see. Actually, I'll, I'll, you know what? I'm going to post it on my social media today just so that anybody who listens to this podcast, I know that it will come out about a week after we record, but you'll be able to have a look at a recent post that I put up on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram of the cartoon character that I created for my Airbnb business. And if you can imagine this cartoon character, it is a blonde girl with a set of keys, red dress, and we had her about two metres tall out the front of our shop front, and we were in an industrial area. We had a lot of tradesmen walk in saying, what is this business? (laughs) What are you offering? But I tell you what, it works. It gets people's attention. And it, it just works. So that is the one thing that I would say, is if you're doing a logo, make it fun, make it fun, make it creative. And you want people to, to ask questions. If you've got, well, there you go, that little logo used to sit on my name badge as well. So I would, uh, and this is something that I think everybody should do in business, regardless of what business, is if you have a name badge or you have a uniform like you're wearing right now, your Legends X shirt, Jasper, if you go down to the store, going to the grocery store or going into a restaurant and you have that on, sure enough, somebody is going to look at your shirt or look at your name badge and go, who are you and what does that mean? What is that cartoon character or what is Legends X? You just never know who they are or if they've got an investment property and you've got to then follow up that question that they ask, who are you, with a very strong elevator pitch. and. If anybody has never heard the term elevator pitch, it is simply if you were stuck in an elevator with somebody and you've got 60 seconds to tell them who you are and what you do and what your vision, your business is, that's what you need to be able to very clearly articulate. Not easy. Not easy at all. All right. Well, right after this podcast, I'm going to go to the supermarket in my Legends X shirt and I'm going to walk around and at least one person asks me what it is. Oh, gosh, we're going to get you a girlfriend by some of these techniques, I'm sure. Um, so. <laughs> I've, I've given up hope. Oh, please. So, so does my mom. Oh, <laughs> oh goodness. Uh, but, um, yeah, look, I guess you'll see on these articles as well, yes, strong focus, put the cartoon character up, gets the attention, people read the article, you get gained credibility by the knowledge that you're giving. 
but newspapers, magazines, traditional television advertisements. I, I probably wouldn't go down that route anymore because we've got so many um, streaming services and people are heading to Netflix before they head to the local television channels these days. But but I guess what I'm saying is don't discount those traditional advertising methods. Billboards, another one. Yes, it costs a bit of money, but I can tell you that the return on investment, so those four magazine articles probably cost me about $5,000. So it wasn't cheap. It was about $12.50, I think it was, for each article, and I did four of them. It was expensive, and I did take a risk in the beginning, but I can tell you that the amount of work that that brought in was just phenomenal. Then in the same breath, opening up a, a storefront, an office with a big logo out the front, a billboard out the front, it honestly gave me such credibility in the community and it just brought people into my office and people wanted to talk to me. People realised that I wasn't just running a business from my spare bedroom. But for those listening in, if you are running a business from your spare bedroom, it is okay. We just need to, to develop the persona. We need to be able to, to make it look like you have got this professional image, you are credible. And, and I guess the first thing that I also would have done, and this is where I would recommend everybody needs to create a website, a really good website that is focused on property owners and landlords, not the guests. The guests and the direct booking sites, which I know we are all a lot of talk about in that, that in the industry at the moment, that will come, but it's not the first thing you need to do in this business. You need to be concentrating on the property owners and the landlords, and you need a website that talks about you. You need to put in your personality. You need to talk about what services you offer, what fee structures you offer. It doesn't matter if you don't have any properties yet. Don't get caught up on that little problem as well because they will come. The properties will come, but you have to set the image and get your reputation solid out there in the marketplace. That's cool. right. That's right. <laughs> all right you, you can something. take a sip you can take a sip due to COVID, it's now more important than ever that your guests actually read your house rules and check-in instructions and there's no better way to deliver that information than by using an online hostfully guidebook you can build your guidebook in just a few hours and simply include a link to your guidebook in your welcome email your guests can access it on desktop on mobile and they can even print it out now, as a result, you look super professional, your guests have a better experience as they don't have to read through endless paragraphs of text. Instead, they can go through a nice looking guidebook with lots of visuals. That means fewer questions for you, more time for you to focus on other areas of your hosting business. Sign up now at hostfully.com and use code PAD to get your first two months for free. That's hostfully.com, H-O-S-T-F-U-L-L-Y dot com code pad which is p a d now it's just funny because I, I i recorded a podcast earlier today with tamara one of our strapa students and she uh she kind of looks like you so i was thinking you know she could just take that cartoon image and use yep. it for her business <laughs> um and by the way i can hers, sell this cartoon image off to a lot to any blonde females out there that can wear a red dress and hold some keys that's uh there we go <laughs> A new business um, structure, a hustle for me. Yeah, and she uh, she has an interesting story to share. It's going to go live in, a, in maybe a week or two on the podcast. But she actually got sued by her Airbnb guest. And she went through a three-year 
long process. The case was uh, recently settled, so she's finally out of it, but she's going to share on the podcast uh, the whole process of what happens when you get sued and how Airbnb dealt with it and all of that stuff. So um, so definitely make sure to listen listen to that while I'll be live in a, in a couple of weeks. But yeah, so I love all these all these marketing tips because it's so true. It's so true, you know, like the more you put yourself out there, the more attention you get. And I think, you know, I think a lot of people, this is, this might be somewhat uncomfortable for a lot of people, I think. Would you agree? 100%. I think promoting yourself, especially, is one of the most uncomfortable situations that you can do. I mean, put it into, I guess a lot of people compare it to public speaking. People don't like getting up and being the center of attention. It's not a natural thing. I, I mean, Yes, I'm the queen of self-promotion. And usually it's funny. I, I sometimes have it upside down and uh, just to see if people are paying attention. But uh, uh, no, I love promoting your books because I'm sure one day you'll give me a kickback. For yeah, and sales just for, making. for the listeners who are not watching this on YouTube, Julie's just messing around with my book. In my, in my background, uh, I've got Million Dollar Hosts sitting up proudly next to Get Paid for Your Pad, uh, which is honestly, honestly is one of my favorite books. But I always have a friendly competition with my buddy Jasper to see whose book is, uh, you know, on top. So, um, but, yeah, when uh, I saw the calendar invite for for this podcast recording, and Julie puts, "How to write a good book?" Ha ha ha. <laughs> Gotta love it, right? But uh, yeah, getting back to like the self-promotion thing is super hard. But if you can create a brand, if you can create a persona and mine million dollar host, yours traveling Dutchman, tomorrow we might have the queen of air, a Californian queen of Airbnb, create that persona. You don't always have to be that person. But when you're in the public eye, when you have got somebody saying, who are you? What do you do? If you can naturally go into, it's almost like a role play, talking about, okay, well, I'm the expert on Airbnb, blah, 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 blah. It works. It really works. And people love it. And if you can create a little cartoon character, or if you can create a a catchphrase uh, in all my books, whenever I'm signing a book, I always put dream big and then dream bigger. That's just something that I write in there because I think take your blinkers off, think global, not local. That's just the sort of, but here I am in Australia, I'm sitting here talking to you, Jasper, you know, you're in San Diego, we've got listeners around the world. Anything is possible. Trust me. Anything is absolutely possible, but we've got to be able, you can't sell a secret. We've got to be able to tell people who you are, what you're offering, and be very clear and very confident about what it is that you're offering as well. So getting that self-promotion super hard, but if anybody is interested, I guess, Jasper, you and I, you know, we're, we're running a new program now called Legends Accelerator. We've created that program because I see hosts struggle with this. And that's one of the components in the course and the program is that we teach people how to promote themselves. We teach them how to get their elevator pitch down pat. We teach them to ask for business. You mentioned before, one of the things... <laughs> I love is Clubhouse and I'm always on Clubhouse because it's an audio only social media forum. But the one thing I noticed that on Clubhouse is people's profiles, and this is any social media profile that you've got out there, you need to have a call to action on those profiles. You need to be asking for business. Now, if you, uh, I've got a, we've got one of our, um, our favorite people, Dina, up in uh, Kelowna in Canada. One of the things that we're doing at the moment, we're coaching Dina 
one of the things that she's just recently learned is her elevator pitch, but also to ask for business. Now, she has got a huge demand coming up for this upcoming summer season for waterfront properties in Kelowna. She just doesn't have enough properties for the demand that she has. So we have now got her on her social media or in her elevator pitch saying, I need your help. I am looking for a four-bedroom, three-bathroom, waterfront property. It must have a pool. By Simply by saying that, she has now got people contacting her saying, okay, I'm a property investor. I do have a property up there. Here's my property. Give it a go. So it works, folks, but you've got to not be afraid to ask for that business. So true. And and Dina, she's been in our group for quite a while. And, and she's, I noticed, like she's, since you started working with her, I noticed like she's really putting herself out there. Check out on Instagram, Keys to Kelowna. Um, she's doing Instagram stories all the time where she's talking about her business, about what she's doing. And uh, so I've really, I, re- I see the Julie effect. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> oh, I love it. Uh, the Julie effect is uh, contagious, folks. So watch out. I'll be coming at you at some stage. But please don't be afraid to put yourself out there. Ask for business. And the other secret to my success with marketing, and this is something that I think anybody can do straight away, and it's free, is create some strategic relationships in your community. One of the most popular ones is with realtors, real estate agents. Don't see them as competition and don't let them see you as competition in the area. You need to compliment them and they need to, to work in with you. you. You're both, I guess, agents that are out there selling properties They just care about the sale, right? That's what their focus is. They want to sell a property. You want to manage the property. You want to be able to take that fully furnished luxury property and manage the process as a short-term rental. Work together. But you need to approach those realtors and you need to be able to suggest this to them because quite likely they've got their blinkers on, right? So they're thinking sale, 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 sale. They're not thinking, how can I work with somebody else? Because is it going to be of benefit? One of my favorite tips is to find the overpriced luxury furnished homes in your marketplace that are possibly going to sit on the market for a while because they are overpriced. If they're having an open home, I want you to go into that open home, introduce yourself, have that name badge on, have some business cards, introduce yourself as being the Airbnb property manager in that area. And what you need to say to that realtor is, can I help you sell this property? That's the one thing. Can I help you sell this property? Now, they are going to look at you like, what? Say what? (laughs) But they will then follow that up with, yeah, okay, tell me more because they want that sale. If you can provide to that realtor a report, an appraisal report that basically outlines exactly what that particular property is the capacity and the opportunity that it can uh, turn into on short-term rentals, the nightly rate that it could attract, what comparable properties are in the area with occupancy levels, which you can get from AirDNA again or Airbnb itself. Two comparable properties is what I would put in the report. I would outline what the occupancy is like, how many people it could sleep, 
whether it's superior or inferior to this particular property in that might be it's got a pool or maybe it doesn't have enough sleeping capacity. But then I want you to put also a paragraph in that report about what would need to happen to get that property ready to list on Airbnb. Wi-Fi needs to be connected. Linen needs to be put into the property. Uh, maybe a sofa bed in the lounge room to sleep two more people. So you need to be able to make some suggestions, but then you need to put in, I estimate the nightly rate achievable on Airbnb is and pull a figure out. You always have a disclaimer on these uh, reports saying, you know, basically don't sue me if I get this wrong. This is just an estimate. <laughs> so make sure that's strong talking about poor Tamara with her legal issues. But um, so always have a disclaimer there. But that report, the realtor can show to property investors and can use as a sales tool to help sell that property. Once you do that a couple of times, the next stage of that relationship with that realtor is to say to them, how about we talk to the owners of this property about listing this property for on Airbnb while it is trying to sell? Then we can run a promotion to property investors saying, try before you buy. So I will manage the process. I will be the, the person cleaning the property, making sure it's blocked, the calendar's blocked for your open homes making sure it's looking prestigious and we will show people a great time while they're staying here. Let's do that. And you will find that nine out of 10 realtors will love that idea too. Clean home. They've got the property looking prestigious at all times. It's secure and there are potential property investors staying in that property. It's a win-win. So you've got to approach all of these strategic relationships like that, not how they can help you, how you can help them. And I promise that karma bus will come back and you will win in the end. Yes, I love that. And uh, in the Legends X program, we uh, we have that income projection report. And that's what our program is all about. Really, Legends X is about we've already created all these systems and all these resources to just for our students to just plug into their business. So Julie, this is this is so much fun talking to you. <laughs> Can I give you another marketing tip? All right, let's do one more. The other one that I would love for everybody to do, and you can do this straight away as well, look up online. I want you to look up BNI, Business Network International. It will be in your area. This is a networking group of professional business people in your area. These are your target market, business owners who are promoting their own businesses, accountants, attorneys, doctors, all these amazing people who have probably never heard of short-term rentals, never heard of Airbnb. Believe me, there are a few out there. So don't assume everyone knows what it is that we're doing. They hold these networking meetings once a week and all of these amazing professionals come together. You are allowed to go there and give a one-minute infomercial, an elevator pitch to the whole room of professionals you sit there and you listen to each one of those people speak as well. You'll probably have a meal there. So it may cost you $30 or $40 to go along to these meetings, but you can sit there. You can give out your business cards. You can give a little gift with your business cards. And I would always recommend doing that. A little box of chocolates with your business card attached will get you noticed far more than just a plain business card. But get in front of these people. Tell everyone who you are, what you're doing, because they're your target market and they probably are not on social media looking for short-term rentals. Mm -hmm. So make sure that you're hitting up these amazing people and you can do that and it is something that you can do tomorrow. So give us some feedback, folks. If you do follow that little tip, let us know um, what the results are. 
Yeah, and that's typically one of the one of the strategies that it's very powerful. But I know that a lot of our students are kind of nervous to do something like that because you know it's it's a little it's a little nerve wracking to go very. to a new place and like introduce yourself to a group and all of that. That's why we designed Legends X around accountability, right? Because basically what we're going to do is if you join Legends X, you're going to be working with Julie or myself, and uh, we're going to hold you accountable to actually do stuff like this. And, you know, I, I read a, a really cool quote yesterday that said, uh, value is on the other side of fear. Oh, I, I, cool. thought that was a really, I thought that was a really good one. That is cool. I haven't heard that before, but it makes sense, doesn't it? Value is on the other side of fear. That's right. So yeah, these are these are powerful strategies. Really establishing yourself as the, as the short term rental expert. Really putting yourself out there. And like you said in the beginning of this podcast, that's when the business will actually come to you. I, I started noticing that too early on after I, I started with this podcast. Actually, you know, I wasn't really planning on like managing a lot of units, but people would just constantly email and say like, "Hey, I've got this." I've got this unit. It seems like you're the Airbnb expert. Can you manage it for me? Right. At some point I was managing some units like in South Africa, like all over the place. And I started realizing, uh, okay, well, I, I need to decide what I want to focus on. Cause <laughs> and that, uh, that comes back to that business focus, because what you do find is once your popularity grows and the, and the reputation grows, you do get offers from all over the place. My issue, and possibly yours too, Jasper, is saying no and really knowing what your focus is in the business and and that you know, you've got to keep reassessing. You've got to keep coming back and going, okay, what's making me the most money and what do I enjoy doing? One of my favorite quotes, here's another one for you, is find what it is you love to do and then find somebody to pay you to do it. So find what you love to do, find someone to pay you to do it. So there's look we're we're throwing quotes everywhere today, but um, that's right. Uh, Keep the inspiration coming. <laughs> Sounds good to me. But guys, look if we if anything that we've said to you today, anybody listening right now, if anything resonates with you, aligns with you, the whole concept of Legends Accelerator, which Jasper and I'm going to be kicking off on the 12th of April. So anybody who's listening right now, there's still an opportunity to get in. And Jasper's going to tell you how to enroll in a second, I'm sure. But let us know because the focus behind the the program is to inspire people, to encourage, and to support you in growing your own businesses and maybe replicating the same success that I've seen or others have seen in the industry. So we love, we get a kick out of helping others right now. And if I can take you deep into any of these marketing strategies, help you create your own cartoon character, I'm up for it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And I, I don't know if by the time this goes live, there's still spots left because they're filling up pretty oh. quickly. We're already over, uh, we're already halfway. Uh, over halfway. Um, so we, uh, what we do is uh, we actually, we bring on 50 people, 50 hosts, 50 companies, because this program is not, it's not a program where we just give you some video uh, material and, and you just do it on your own pace. This program is actually, it's week by week. We're doing content that we release every single week, but then we're doing accountability calls in a pod in a Slack community with your fellow students. So we can't do more than 50 people because we, you know, we have to put a lot of time into the, the actual, the calls and the coaching and the support and Slack and all of that. So we can only really manage a maximum of 50 um, people. So by the time this podcast goes live, we'll probably have a few spots, but probably not too many. But if you're listening to this and you want to have more information, go to legends, strlegends.com slash X. 
So sdrlegends.com slash X. That's where you find all the information. Um, and there's a big apply now button on there. Uh, you click that, you'll get on the phone with uh, either Judy or Eric, and they will help you figure out if this is the real uh, good program for you. Cause it's not for everybody. You know, we, we're really looking for uh, like-minded hosts who are really ambitious. They want to grow. They have challenges. Typically their challenges are, they are really good at hospitality, but they don't really know how to build a business, right? With systems in place, the vision, like what you mentioned, like, you know, too much, trying to do too many things at the same time. Yeah. And, Stuck in uh, a not- whirlpool. If, folks, if you're listening to this, you've already established a, a short-term rental business. You've got to maybe five, six, 10 properties. You're stuck in that whirlpool. You're putting out fires. You haven't got time to sleep at night. You're the people that I want to talk to. You're the ones that I can help. So we can help you get out of that whirlpool. We can help you forward forward and uh, get your life back. Get a sleep, get eight hours sleep at night is really, you know, one of the top goals from uh, a lot of the people that we've already got joining the program. So let us help you. Let us help you move forward, scale your business, but get, get a good night's sleep. That's right. So if you want to have Julie on your team, strlegends.com slash X is where you need to go. All right, Julie. Well, this was, this was fun. I, I need to invite you more often because let's have a good time. <laughs> Next time we'll reverse the roles. I'll interview you. <laughs> All right. Well, what's, what's the name of your, of your podcast going to be? Oh, Julie's Juicy Gems or something. I don't know. We'll come up with something good. But <laughs> <laughs> That's, uh, make sure you create a new cartoon for that. Yeah, I'll, I'll come up with something good. But um, stay tuned, folks. I'll let you know when we'll do that uh, Jasper Rivers interview and dive deep into uh, what's going on with the traveling Dutchman. <laughs> Sounds good. All right. Thanks, Jules. And uh, for everybody who's listening, thanks for listening. And next week is going to be a really interesting podcast because we're going to hear from Tamara and her crazy story, her free year story of how she got sued by her Airbnb because you don't want to miss that one. So listen next week. Thanks for listening and see you next time. Get paid for your pet. 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 If you have over 30 units, you have an annual revenue of over $2 million or you operate boutique hotels, then the STR Legend Mastermind is for you. You are not alone. We have a group of over 30 high-level entrepreneurs in our mastermind, and we get together on a weekly basis to discuss our biggest challenges and to learn and to grow together. Go to strlegends.com to find out more information and apply for the Legends Mastermind if you think you are a good fit.